are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on. Wildcats, I'm your host, Mike Luke, joined by John Schuster. I am merely Mike Luke. Again, we got Bruno. Bruno is just got done eating uh, the remnants of a little bit of gravy along with his Nature's Recipe Prime Blend. Yeah. Lamb. Mm. And I think we decided that there was a dipping sauce. Yeah, involved. which looked a little like applesauce. Uh, yes. Or rather, not, not applesauce, but apple juice. <laughs> you know it looked like an apple vinegar cider, an apple juice, something like that that I'm sure is tasty with, uh, the, the marketing with potato-based... Uh, <laughs> Grain-free. Yeah, right. Uh, the marketing in food always cracks me up, too. It's like when you look at McDonald's yes. and, like... Every cheeseburger looks like it's something you would order at, like, McMahon's Steakhouse mm-hmm, right. or something. Yes. The dog food one is even better, though. They literally don't show the picture of the dog food. <laughs> they show picture of lamb, and they show picture of, like, this tenderized beef, which I guarantee you is not part of what Bruno just got done consuming. So you... Went to college. You're growing up. You're going through not, a long not, time not, in yes, college. Yes. Not used to the, the royal you, yes, generally. Yes. You have visions as a photographer. You're right. pretty good as a photographer. Right. You're thinking, you know what? Get me a rolling camera. I might be a cinematographer right. in Hollywood. I right. might be taking some great photos. I'm going to be Ansel Adams. I'm, oh, I'm going to be traveling right. the world and getting big time shots. And uh, Hey, uh, sir, uh, we got a job for you. Would you uh, like to shoot the cover of uh, Dog Food Bag? Yes. Dog food bag. <laughs> Dog food bag. Would you like to do whatever we can to, uh, to improve the um, visual quality of the McDonald's Big Mac? Yep. That was most certainly my goal when I had this, aspirations with the camera. This is, this, this is different, though. I think it's very important that people know that Bruno was on a different bag here. And he actually prefers this one a oh, little bit that more. That one looks much more holiday festive. Yes, yes. This is... This is chicken, sweet potato, Mm -hmm. and pumpkin recipe. Wow. Now, here's the thing that a lot of people forget when they talk about the nature's recipe. Uh, A lot of people do, yeah. This actually isn't a read. This is just... Oh, I know. It's a hell of a non-read. Yes. This is made with real chicken number one ingredient. I don't know what real chicken number one ingredient is. My question is this. (laughs) And you can't see this. It really does say that. Real chicken number one ingredient. Does there look like there is chicken Mm, in this little kernel It looks a little bit more like number one ingredient. Try that? Yeah, are you going to try this and say, you know what? This tastes like Uh, rotisserie. uh, do you want to just try? Come on, John Schuster is eating dog food. Okay, come yeah. on, yeah, you got a chaser. I got a, I, I've got a Dr Pepper zero sugar chaser, and I'm actually, yeah, he's, he's gonna do it. I'm actually doing this. John Schuster is boosting. Now this is, uh, what's that again? This real is, chicken number this is, one this ingredient. Is real chicken number, number one, one ingredient. ingredient. Easy to digest as well. Thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Wow, that's a heck of a crunch right mm. there. Tastes a little like chicken. Tastes, it tastes a little like number one ingredient. Does it, uh, I assume it's it not nearly as bad. As, oh, God, it's awful. <laughs> I assume this didn't taste mm. at all like chicken. Mm. Well, it depends on, depends on the chicken. Now, so you're a scientist, okay? Yeah, you go to, you're, you're going to college. You're thinking, you know what I want to do? I want to come up with gene splicing. I want to, I, I want to get with some major research. You get through your college degree. You got a bunch of student loans. You get the phone call. Hi. 
we work for Nature's Recipe. Would you like to help us try to get some? Would you help to try to make us uh, uh, crunchy dog food? The dogs think tastes sort of like chicken. Number one ingredient. And by the way, Bruno is or up by. Or would you like to? Would you like to f help us f figure out a way to uh, make the Big Mac vaguely taste like a burger? All right. Or work on the chicken sandwich now because every scientist now coming fresh out of school is working for corporations trying to develop the best chicken sandwich that's the thing right now you uh you take it from here for a few we, minutes i'm going to chase a little oh, bit of yeah, number one saying, ingredient we need some more soda i've got some in the <laughs> fridge you. by the way bruno is uh bruno is up now i think bruno yeah. is saying this is my food <laughs> that's exactly food. what he's saying oh, bruno's right very right territorial right now. all right he's now saying. we talked about the front of the nature's recipe bag. yeah oh yeah let's talk about the back okay let's let's Okay. Now, uh, remember, this is the Locked on Wildcast podcast. Now, we did talk about how it is grain-free. Oh, man. Chicken sweet. And that's one kernel gonna, you took. I'm going to be. Uh, uh, Bruno, man, meanwhile, gonna, is licking his lips. I'm going to be eating this for about three days. Anyway, yeah. give us the breakdown oh, on the right. here's, back. Of, here's, here's the breakdown. Back the back. Here's, the, here's the back of the bag. Mm -hmm. So, no poultry uh, ah. byproduct meal, artificial mm. flavors, or preservatives. What you ate had no preservatives. That's that I can tell. Does that make you feel any better? Uh, really? Well, I'll find out later. Maybe, 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 yeah. maybe it's no going to give added, me energy and no possibly added a stroke. Corn or wheat. Yeah, that's okay. nice. Add active nutrients and antioxidants. But here's the big part. Okay, I can't wait for the big part. As you get older, <laughs> I am old. What do you start losing? Muscle mass. This brings strong bones. Oh, sweet. And you might say, mm -hmm. Mike, how does this? How do you know that this brings strong bones? It's written. <laughs> Yeah. Has it ever, have you ever seen anything written that is not true? <laughs> Bring strong bones, healthy digestion, strong muscles, and another thing that's underrated is you mm -hmm. get older, joint health. Yeah, I mean, you, you're, you, you, your knees creak. I can feel the collagen oozing into my knees and my hips right now. Yes. Just yeah. with one piece. Now, does this look like it was written by somebody from another country? And it was just sort of sent here. Yes. Oh, 100%. No poultry byproduct, meal, artificial flavors, or preservatives. This 100%. And the one on the front, number one ingredient. It look, looks like it's straight out of this, uh, this 100, some sort of curious translation. This 100 Yes, that's actually a great point. This 100% oh, was man. translated in Bangkok. <laughs> right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it came over here. and Somehow it survived supply chains to get to us and get to Bruno and apparently me in time. Bruno is pissed. By Bruno wants Bruno nothing is, to Bruno, do. Bruno, that's the last piece of dog food I get to take from Bruno. Here's the thing, though, that uh -huh. you need to be very, very sure about, though. Bruno has his own food right there. He certainly does. He does. He yeah. just licked his lips. Uh -huh. Can you imagine? Is there anything, and we've talked about this before, not on the Locked On Wildcats <laughs> athletic podcast, is there anything more simple and noble than being a dog? No. Look at Bruno. Mm -hmm. He's eyeing a, a pile of crap, essentially. Right. And he's like, man, I know what to do with that. That's right. Uh -huh. I'm happy. I am happy. And I'm happy. happy. Yes. The tail is wagging. The tail is wagging. I appreciate hanging out with and, Mike Lou. And I think also what makes it work, too, is that, you know, he gets to uh, take a bite out of John Schuster's mm -hmm. face at some that's point. That's true, and that's a lot of fun. So how do you think the Wildcats are going to do against Illinois oh, this weekend, Mike Lou? Yeah. You know, I think Arizona's going to win. Do you? Um, you don't. Why? I'm not sure. That I, I'm not sure one way or the other. Um, you know I, what? I think they have a very good chance. I think that I, I I I subscribe to the old school rule of thumb, and that is that is that you know what, until you disappoint me, I'm going to keep betting on you. All right, how about that? Uh, that's that that's quite a rule of thumb. It's a good rule. Uh, apparently, it's old school. Yeah, it's old it's school. school. I'm not sure I'd heard that, that before. Yeah, but well, there you go. I don't I don't know that that's actually a thing or not. But I'll tell you, you what. You just said it was, so I assume it is. One thing that is a thing is built bar, right? We and that's been established mm -hmm. through. 
through scientific testing. John Schuster. John Schuster. Imagine that you went to college mm -hmm. as a scientist. Yes, yes. And and and, and you want to change the world. Right. And you get the phone call from some company, and the person on the other end says, Hi, we're with Built Bar. Mm -hmm. You jump at that job right now because you know you can change the world with the greatest protein bar on the market. What's that bar, uh, Mike Luke? Built Bar. And I'll tell you one thing. Some people might say, you know what? Um, these guys, they're having, they're hooting and hollering. John Schuster has eaten a Built Bar on this show. Yes. Multiple, I think multiple times. Possibly. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. John Schuster has also eaten Nature's Recipe. On this show. Yes. I have never seen John Schuster have to use a chaser for a built bar. That's a good point. As opposed to what he just did with the Nature's Recipe. Right, right. And, and I, that, 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 that's all the marketing. And I think that that's... Yeah, yeah that speaks for itself. Doesn't that speak for itself at this point? Let's take a quick break and we'll actually talk some sports on the other side. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. All right, prediction time, Schuster. Um, let's talk. What do you, how do you see this game unfolding tomorrow? I like the clash of styles. I'm curious to see if Illinois is good enough to get this into the half court and if Coburn can get, uh, Arizona's bigs into foul trouble. Mm -hmm. If that happens, I think Arizona's going to be in for a challenging day. Doesn't necessarily mean they can't win the game, uh, but I think they're going to be in for a challenging game. If Arizona is more athletic than we think and more athletic than Illinois expects, this could be the type of game where Arizona makes a statement on the national stage. Right. Uh, so, so there's a lot to do, and, and this is often the case. There, there's a lot going on with matchups in this game, and both teams have some very interesting, very appealing uh, potential things that work in their favor here. So I, I'm definitely, and I think a lot of Cat, Wildcat fans are as well, very excited about how this game works itself out. Arizona, to this point, has imposed its will pretty much on every team that it's faced, and I think its athleticism and size has caught people off guard. If it catches Illinois off guard, it could be a long day for Illinois if the Illini can weather not turning the ball over right. and getting it into half court and getting it into Coburn. Then I think you know that's advantage Illinois, and it might make things more difficult for Arizona. This is a great test for both teams, and I think from a college basketball standpoint, we're right to be looking forward to it. Yes, exactly. Now, I think one thing that we also should be looking forward to a little bit is, um, let's see here, uh, NetSuite. Okay, I'm pulling up NetSuite right now. Hold on. Mm -hmm. uh, NetSuite, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. I've heard of Oracle. I think there's an arena named after Oracle. There's yes. a big street in Tucson uh, that yes. I don't know is named after That's that. That's correct. It is not. But I also, we don't know that the business is not named after that street. That's an excellent point. I mean, uh, one was, the chicken came before the egg at some point. At, at some point. Who knows if they're connected? Or the egg because, came before the egg. The, see? Yeah, okay. It's circular. Yeah. You no, don't, it's, but it's you like don't, the egg. but you don't know if that Oracle egg is is like an elephant egg and has nothing to do with the chicken. Right. So this is true. You know, it's hard to tell whether those. It's not hard to tell whether those are connected or not. They're not connected in the least. That's right. Uh, you don't know that. Wait a second. Connected. Wait a second. You're yeah. you're going to speak with our guy Matty M. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Oh, a lawyer. A lawyer. Uh huh. 
who's also pretty close with a lot of people that coach in Oracle Arena. Oh, that's true. Uh huh. I've never heard Maddie M say that there's no connection. Wow, man, that's. And you've known Maddie M a while. I have. That's linear. Have you ever heard? That's impressively linear logic right there. Have you ever right heard there. Maddie M say that? Yeah, there's there's no connection. And I can't tell you the number of times that that's come up in conversation oh, I'm either. Sure will. So you know you make a you make a sound point. Oh yeah, Net Netsuite by Net Oracle. Suite, yes, that got just, it. Just make Netsuite connected to Oracle. That, I can't speak. That's how we got into Oracle. It's it Netsuite. Sounds, it sounds very ritzy. It's something mm-hmm. that I haven't partaken in. It's uh, I'm. But you know what? If it's on there, it's right next to the Built Bar Read. It can't hurt. Give it a shot. All right. I think Arizona is actually going to uh, win this game. I think that this is going to be a situation where. Um, I think Arizona matches up well with Illinois in this regard, and that when you've got a guy like uh, when you've got a guy like Kofi Coburn um, in there, I think that the best way to be able to neutralize that guy is with length, and I think that there's few guys in the country that have that, like a Christian Coloco. But like we talked about before, Arizona can hit you in a bunch of different ways, and I think that's why they're dangerous. You got Tabellas who can go for twenty and ten. We've seen what our guy Benny M can do. Um, Benny and the bets, if you wanted to get on to. Uh, 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 AG or what was it? Um, uh, Betaline. Betaline. That's solid. Arizona. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Those are solid. Yeah. Uh, as you know, and Kirk Creesa is. Did a, you come up with that? Did you come up with Benny and the Bets? Somebody else came up with Benny and the Bets, didn't they? But yeah, I was yeah. hoping that you wouldn't actually ask that. I wouldn't. Yes, right. Right. I. I. I can. <laughs> I can't sit here and say that that's my. Well, opinion. you could. Oh, I, you know, I, but you didn't. You know, it's because you're like, an honest guy. It's kind of like saying that you ru- you run the front office for like the you know that you're in the San Francisco 49ers and you're like head of the front office mm-hmm. or something. Right. And you're, right. Eh. You don't know anybody who actually was, were they? Yeah. And you're you're, you're telling me there was somebody who you knew who said they were running the front office of the San Francisco 49ers. Not that they were running, but uh-huh. that they they were um they were all they were uh, heavily advised. They were part of the front office and they were heavily advised Hev- by mm. uh, by the DeBartolo family. Oh, were they? Huh. Look, wow, that's that, it's weird that's how these people make it back to Tucson. Remarkable. Like that. That's but, remarkably uh, it, impressive. It's, 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 but you know what? I should be impressed. It's, it's a skill. You know what? I wasn't impressed because I didn't believe it. That <laughs> was shocking. So be that as it may. Yes. Back to the Arizona-Illinois game. Before we uh, sign off You want to predict a score? I'm, I'm going to predict a score. Right. I am going to go Arizona 81. Okay. Illinois 75 a with shades of the 2001 Elite Eight game. Oh, that was an ugly game, wasn't it? Oh, wasn't it the one yeah, where Arizona was, shot 56 yeah, free, free throws? throws? Yes, and it seemed like the entire <clears throat> game they were shooting free throws. Right. I called my shot. I'm not saying that it's going to be a pretty game. I'm not saying it's going to be an ugly game. 81-75, back in the A. All right. I'm in the. I, I'm in the. I, I, that's kind of the neighborhood. I'm thinking 84, 77 ish. Okay. One of the things about it's not like Illinois is a slowdown team, right? You know, so that's something to keep in mind. But they're going to have. You know, there are. Do you think Arizona can win if Coloco gets into foul trouble? That's going to be a bear. But I do think that Ballo is better than I thought. I think Ballo gives them a little bit more margin for error than I might maybe I previously had thought. And I think that's going to help this team here because I think there's going to be a time when teams are going to listen to the great Sean Schuster and they're going to try to get Christian Coloco in foul trouble. And I think at that point, Ballo's going to have to play because there's a big difference when one when he, obviously, between him and Coloco. But when he one of those two isn't out on the court, it's weird. Arizona goes from looking really tall to looking kind of small, mm-hmm. at least down yes. low. You know, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, but it just is one weird. player. Uh-huh. So I actually think that they're equipped to handle that in a little bit of a better way. 
Um, and that's why I'm back in the A. I'm going 81-75. I don't think it's a bad score at all. Uh, and I think a lot of Wildcat fans listening to the podcast would, would be okay Schuster, with that. John uh, Schuster. 84-77. I think, I think Arizona 84-77. Uh, one of the things, uh, you know, it's, we talk understandably a lot about Coburn, but Illinois' backcourt is pivotal here. And, you know, the Illini has three guys who contribute nicely. Uh, so there are four players on their team who score about anywhere from, you know, close to dub, dub, low double figures a game. Coburn is obviously the factor mm-hmm. and the difference maker that gives Illinois an opportunity to be, you know, in its... In, uh, Illinois always has an opportunity when he's on the floor. Mm-hmm. But they've got some very good complementary players. And those complementary players are going to have to not turn the ball over because they're going to get a lot of Arizona pressure. And if they can avoid turnovers and get it into the half court and get the ball into Coburn on a consistent basis, and that's probably advantage Illinois. If this becomes a running game because they're turning the ball over or can't get back on transition defense, then Arizona has an excellent opportunity to look very impressive and make a national statement. You've been listening to the Locked on Wildcats podcast.